on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Now broadcasting live from American Family Field, here's Matt Foley. During the course of a 162-game season, you're going to have some games like this. Tough day here at the ballpark for the Brewers. They lose by an 8-2 score. They don't play well defensively. They you lose starting pitcher uh, Freddie Peralta to injury. Just a tough day all the way around. The Brewers end up losing. Still do take two of three from the Washington Nationals. So overall, a good weekend. And now they hit the road for another long road trip. Welcome into Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauly. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting into the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's 855 620, or you can tweet at me at Matt Pauley on air, M A T T P A U L E Y on air. Craig Deshaun from Bally Sports Wisconsin. He'll join me coming up in just a few moments. Let's get this out of the way right off the bat the update on Freddie Peralta because he came out of the game, and during the game we were told that it was right shoulder discomfort. Well, manager Craig Council, and we will play his comments coming up later on, uh, but he has already spoken to the media, and uh, he announced that uh, they are going to place Peralta onto the injured list. He is going to get an MRI tomorrow, so he is not going to travel with the Brewers to San Diego. Instead, he is going to stay back here. He's going to get the MRI. It doesn't seem like they're overly worried about it being a major thing, but they want to get the imaging done. Uh, before they know anything for sure. And the Brewers will now go to a five-man rotation here moving forward. So uh, Aaron Ashby, who is going to be uh, in the rotation when they went six men for this trip, now they're going to go to a five-man rotation for this trip, and Ashby's going to be in it. They're going to have to make another roster move. That presents the question, is Ethan Small going to get the call up from uh, from AAA? You have to wonder. They've got spots open on the 40-man roster. So there are definitely some uh, dominoes that could end up falling falling as a result of Freddie Peralta getting injured today. Again, if you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. Or you can tweet at me at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Brewers fall short against Washington 8-2. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on WTMJ. is going to score a run. Franco around third. He's going to score and the Nationals have the lead. 1-0 in a weird inning here. 8-2. Brewers fall to Washington. They score six runs. Washington does in that very weird fourth inning. A couple bunts were put down. It was just just one of those bad innings that you experience a few times a year over the course of a 162-game season. Welcome back into the program. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. Let's grab a phone call. Sparky in Madison. Hey, Sparky, you're on WTMJ. Okay, Matt, thanks for uh, taking my call here. Uh, you know, I guess my thinking is as the season progresses, as we get closer to July, there's going to be teams that are sellers and buyers. And I think the Cubs are going to be sellers here probably in late July. And I think if the Brewers need an upgrade, catching would be something that would look really good. And I think Contreras is kind of like the next one to go in Chicago. Now, would you entertain the thought of possibly working something out with him? Because I think. For Wilson, I don't want Wilson Contreras as a Milwaukee Brewer. 
Well, you know, I agree in that regard. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of his. I'm just talking in regards of his talent and what he's done in the past. Now, I know that, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of his either, to be quite honest with you, but I think you're going to have to have an upgrade at catching. And, uh, you know, I, I think the Brewers have to be all in this year to go for a pennant in the World Championship in the sense that, you know, small market teams basically don't have a lot of longevity. Uh, it's, you know, it's the, your window is kind of short, Matt. So it, it doesn't necessarily have to be Contreras, but if there's somebody out there, can you think of somebody that could upgrade the situation for the Brewers insofar as a catcher or maybe even center field is another position. You don't know what you're going to get here with, uh, you know, Taylor looks like he might be the kind of guy you want to let play every day. So, well, Sparky, let me ask you I this. Are you, I, I mean, we're, sure. Spark, I want to ask, so Omar Narvaez was an all-star last year, and he's got a lot of pop. Now, I, we can both admit that he has not started off the season this year the way you would like, but it's not like his numbers are horrendous. He does go 0 for 4 today. He's down to 241, but he's a pretty good offensive catcher. I, I think there's some areas of need on this team, Sparky, but catcher, and I think Victor Caratini, considering the the circumstances of being forced to acquire him, I, I get the sense that you think catcher's a worse Position-wise, you know, they're they're in worse place from the catcher's position than, than I do. I, I don't have a problem with the way uh, the catchers are set up on this roster right now. Well, you know, I, I kind of agree with that too, Matt. I'm just, I guess, I'm looking for a perfection insofar as trying to get somebody, and I, I can't think off the top of my head somebody that's out there that you'd want to get. But I, I just kind of use Contreras as an example because you hear a lot of talk in Chicago about. You know, he might be going, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess my thinking is uh, I think we're close here, and wherever the Brewers can do to make this team even better, uh, that was, I think that's what we all like. So uh, I, I'm sure there's going to be some movement between now and July. It's just a matter of not knowing what it's going to be, and uh, whatever it is, Hopefully it's going to do well for the Brewers. Okay? Yes, Bart. Yeah, I appreciate it. I think the other side of that is also you've got what you've got going right now from a pitching standpoint, and the catcher is a big part of that. And I don't think you want to mess with that. Again, the Brewers were lucky to get Victor Caratini. Uh, the, the other position you mentioned, obviously, is a need. They need more production out of center field. Uh, I'm of the belief right now that Tyrone Taylor has got to be playing most of the time, if for no other reason, for you to learn who he is and what he is when he's playing on an almost everyday basis. He he goes two for four today, hits another home run. I want to see a lot of Tyrone Taylor right now. That way you really know how much of a need you have uh, for more offense from center field. Craig Kishon will join us coming up in just a moment. The Brewers lose today to the Nationals 8-2. This is Brewers Extra Innings. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Three balls and two strikes. Here's the pitch. Line drive, Brasso with a leaping, diving catch to his right to end the inning. Mike Brasso makes a nice play. Brent Suter tips his cap to him, and the inning finally comes to an end. Unfortunately for the Brewers today, the very good defensive plays were outnumbered by the defensive mistakes, and the Brewers end up losing today to the Nationals by an 8-2 score. Let's bring in Craig Kishon from Valley Sports, Wisconsin. 
Craig, it's a weird day. The Brewers lose. They lose Freddie Peralta. He's going to get an MRI on his uh, on his shoulder, and they're gonna not they're gonna put him on the injured list. He won't make this trip. Just mentioned the defensive miscues. They'd had such a good homestand in terms of what they were doing defensively after they struggled on that last road trip, but they kind of reverted back to who they look like uh, on that road trip. So. Uh, 162-game season, you have days like this, but this was a tough one today for the crew. Yeah, it was. And, it, you know, I think the the miscues on the on the um, infield for Milwaukee, especially here in this one, you know, you have Mike uh, Brasso over at shortstop for the first time, and, and we all know he's not a true shortstop. So I, I think it's just one of these days where they just said, you know what, we're, we just really feel like we have to rest uh, Urias. Uh, he's played every day since he's come back. And... Um, you know, it, it, it's certainly just one you, you hope goes better. And maybe in a game like that, you hope your offense uh, somehow cranks up to make up for the miscues. But, man, that, that fourth inning uh, is one that we haven't seen against Brewer pitching in a long, long time. You get eight consecutive hits and, and six runs. So not a lot going right. Uh, no question about that. And, and you don't feel good about this injury right now to Peralta because you're talking about a pitcher and a shoulder, and until they get an MRI done, uh, you don't want to speculate. But, um, you know, uh, you're just hoping for the best here at this point, that's for sure. That being said, they create a roster with a ton of pitching depth. Now that they're just going to go five-man rotation, they put Aaron Ashby in there. He's going to stick in there. Uh, you know, we we had so many off-season conversations about do you trade away from your area of depth and starting pitching? And when people would ask me that question, it wasn't that I was against it, but the the caveat was always, but what if you suffer an injury? And now we don't know how long this injury is going to be for Peralta, but if it turns into a long-term injury, then you're sitting there saying, okay. Okay, it was good that you did not mess with any of that starting pitching depth. Yeah, well, it's funny because um, for the longest time during the offseason, I was of the belief that maybe, you know, they use that strength and try to, you know, maybe trade a pitcher or two to, to get stronger on the offensive side since that part of the development within the organization right now is lagging much further behind than pitching. But, um, Obviously, they they know what they're doing far more than I do because they've got themselves covered. And yes, it's going to be tough to lose Freddie Peralta, but um, I don't I don't know of a time uh, that I've been covering this team for the twenty plus years I've been doing that that to lose a guy like Freddie Peralta right now. Uh, it's not that I want to say you you feel good about it, but I, there's a comfort level just based on the fact that they have guys out there that they've developed and they'll be able I, I'm sure that Aaron Ashby is going to do a fine job and and he's going to learn some things along the way too depending upon how many starts he gets in this in this uh, condensed five-man rotation right now but he, he's been in the system they have uh, they have prepped him for this opportunity that he's going to get on Wednesday night and what he's going to get five days later and perhaps five days later after that and and for who knows but um, he'll be ready that's for sure and that's that's a credit to the like what you're mentioning Matt the the organization has put themselves in a position to cover for injuries major injuries like this yeah absolutely all right Craig good stuff as always appreciate your time you got it. 
That is uh, Craig Kashan from Valley Sports Wisconsin joining us here on the program after the Brewers end up falling short to Washington by an 8-2 score. Had a uh, tweet from uh, Tammy saying asking about the Brewers' record on Sunday because it feels like uh, Brewers players tend to get rested on Sunday. First off, Tammy, that's a pretty standard thing across Major League Baseball. Sunday tends to be the day that you give guys a day off. I think that was more true five, ten years ago and beyond. Sometimes you would see those Sunday lineups where a lot of key players are out. Now it's one or two kind of being selected, but uh, the Brewers' record on Sunday still above 500, but not great. They are 4-3 and three on Sundays this year. We'll get the post-game comments. The manager, Craig Council, will do that after the news. The news starts in two minutes here on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. 8-2. Brewers fall to the Washington Nationals this afternoon. Welcome back into Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. The breaking news of the moment, Freddy Peralta headed to the injured list. Manager Craig Council expounding on that a little bit as he spoke to the media just a bit ago. Yeah, I mean, we he had so he had uh, kind of sh- sh- back of the shoulder lat tightness, um, and so we're, we're going to get an MRI tomorrow. Um, we'll keep him here in Milwaukee, and um, we should we should know more tomorrow afternoon at the ballpark tomorrow. Was it something that you saw physically? I mean, or was it just the result? No, he he said something when Chris went out there um, for the mound visit. Um, he said his, he said the back of his shoulder, kind of upper area of his shoulder, was tight. So we just we took him out. So it sounds like it could be an IL. If the, it's gonna it's an IL. It is an IL. Yeah. Do you feel like you're fairly well positioned with Ashby then to you know slide right in there, or is it going to be? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it. it uh, Ashby will, you know, Ashby is going to pitch on Wednesday um, in San Diego, so. You know, that's we're gonna have to go with five guys, and in in seven days we had to cut that down to five days anyway. So, it, for now, it doesn't change much. But we we got, we lose a we lose a good pitcher for at least a couple of weeks. The game kind of uh, snowballed there, with, uh, you know, after Freddie left, of course. Uh, what the defense was a little uh, shaky, I guess you would say early on. Yeah, I mean, I, it um, we didn't play a good baseball game. Um, you know, we gave him gave him extra outs the first. You know, Freddie's the first couple in first three innings really. Um, you know, the, the big inning. You know, the the big inning was they just put the ball in play a ton. There was, you know, they made a couple good bunts. That wasn't a. Def- I don't think that was necessarily defensive. I thought those bunts were two very high quality bunts. I'm not sure we had. You know, I'm not sure there was a defensive play on those those uh those particular plays so and then they just they found some holes then what did you think of uh the, the homestand that tyrone had do you feel like he's i, I don't want to say seizing the job in center field but he's put putting a good foot forward for more playing yeah i mean he's swinging the bat well for sure and driving the ball uh which is uh something he's very capable of so certainly take a note of that That's manager Craig Council speaking with the media. I would expect that 
Taylor is going to continue to get the majority of playing time in center field, uh, at least starting almost every day, whether it's in center field or resting guys uh, in right field or left field if uh, Yelich or Renfro is getting uh, a day. But you got McCutcheon as well. Just It seems like this is the moment that you got to figure out if Taylor is going to be the guy. 855-616-1620. That is the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. I got a couple text messages about Mike Brasso. A text message from the 920 saying, what's up with Brasso? You can't tell me that Bryce Terang would be doing any worse than he has. So I think you're speaking specifically defensively. This was a one-off game for Brasso at shortstop. Uh, he's not going to play much shortstop generally. They wanted to give Luis Urias a day, and with Willie Adamas on the injury list, it goes to Brasso. He's not a great defensive shortstop. You saw that. I, I, I My head kind of turned twice when I saw the lineup earlier today. Uh, but this is not a case of – and offensively, Brasso's doing a fine job. There's nothing wrong with what he's doing from an offensive standpoint. And when you mention Bryce Terang, you're not going to start the, the clock on Terang just because – you want to have somebody to fill in for a day at shortstop, right? Like that just from a baseball business standpoint and being able to, uh, from an asset standpoint, keeping players where you want them to be. And when you want to start a clock, you're just not going to do that. So, uh, this Brasso's performance today absolutely is not an argument for, uh, for Bryce Terang. A 715 text message wondering why Mike Brasso played shortstop. Would have it better, been better to have Keston Hira there instead, being that he has a hot bat. I don't think they're ever going to put Hira at shortstop. For those of you who don't know his history, his final year, he played college baseball. He DH'd all year long because of an elbow issue. He went through a rehab process with his elbow. But uh, the, the elbow is still kind of something that's out there. They're never going to put him in a position where they're going to ask him to make those throws from short, make the throws from third. That's just not something they want him to be doing with his elbow. So he's a second baseman. He's a first baseman. Even, you know, we saw him play in the outfield that one time. I'm sure they want him to be very, very careful if they were to ever put him uh, back in the outfield. But that one time we saw it, it was kind of a, an emergency situation. And then I know he's worked on it a little bit uh, since then. But no, they're not going to put uh, Keston here at shortstop. At least I would be pretty shocked if they did. All right. Uh, when we come back, we'll go back through the game with the highlights. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this? Get up! Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Foley. 8-2, the Brewers fall to the Nationals. Pitching matchup today, Freddie Peralta against Aaron Sanchez. It would be the Nationals to score first. It happens in the top of the second inning. With two outs, Michael Franco gets a base hit, and it brings up Lane Thomas. Swing and a liner to right, and over the head of Renfro. This is going to score a run. Franco around third. He's going to score. And the Nationals have the lead. 1-0 in a weird inning here. That was one of those defensive mistakes that doesn't show up on the box score. Renfro did not play that ball well in right field coming in too far. Goes for a double. 1-0. Nationals add to their lead. An inning later in the third. Cesar Hernandez leads the inning off with a walk. And uh, he moves to second on a Juan Soto one-out ground uh, ground ball. And then with two outs, it's Nelson Cruz standing in. 1-0 pitch. Liner into right. Renfro coming on. He's going to have to let it drop in front of him. Around third is Hernandez. He will score. And it's 2-0 Nationals. Nelson Cruz with a wrong way single into shallow right field. Drives in his 21st of the year. Tough 
third inning for the Brewers. It gets going with Tyrone Taylor getting a base hit. Then Jace Peterson puts down a bunt, and C.B. Bucknor over at first base rules that he came out of the baseline. Really, really kind of a a 50-50 call on whether or not that was the right call to be made. Uh, It goes down as a sacrifice bunt, moving Taylor to second, then a walk to Mike Brasso. Runners on at first and second. Brewers might have something going, and it's Colton Wong at the plate. 3-1 pitch. One hops the glove of Hernandez at second. Flips to Strange Gordon for one at second, and then on to first in time. It's a double play. 4-6-3, and the inning is over. And then things go quite bad for the Brewers in the top of the fourth inning. The inning gets going with Yadiel Hernandez getting a base hit, then Michael Franco singles. So runners on at the corners for Lane Thomas. 1-0 pitch. And he turns on this one down the left field line. Long run for McCutcheon. He's not going to get there. He'll play it off one hop. Hernandez will trot home. Franco ends up at third, and Thomas is in there with his second double of this game. At that point, Brewers pitching coach Chris Hook goes out to talk to Freddie Peralta. Peralta informs him that he's got some tightness in his uh, back shoulder. Uh, The training staff comes out. He is taken out of the game. Brent Suter then comes in, and the first batter Suter faces is D. Strange Gordon. Nats have scored a single run in each of the last three innings, but a chance for them to do a little bit more here in the fourth. The 0-1 pitch, a bunt up the first baseline. It's a good one. Nobody covering first, everybody safe. Franco comes down the line and scores. It was a beautiful bunt, and then the next hitter, Hernandez, decides to do this. Has bounced around a little bit, been a productive player over the course of his career. He bunts this one up the first baseline. Telez will field, and there's nowhere to go with the baseball. Boy, the Nationals putting on a clinic in terms of putting the ball in play today. Another run scores. It's 5-0. Washington. Back-to-back RBI bunt singles. Don't see that happen very often. The line keeps on moving for the Nationals as Kiebert Ruiz comes up. 2-1 pitch. Line down the left field line. This is going to get down and roll into the corner before it's cut off by McCutcheon. Strange Gordon will score easily. That makes it a 6-0 Nationals lead. And then Juan Soto would do this. 1-1 pitch. Ground ball back up the middle and into center field for a base hit. One run is in. Ruiz around third. Here's the throw home. It's cut off. And the Nationals play two more. In all, the Nationals score six runs on eight hits. The eight hits coming in succession. Eight hits without an uh, out. That is a Nationals franchise record, and it is an 8-0 game going to the bottom of the fourth inning. The Brewers do get on the board in the bottom of the fifth with one out, Tyrone Taylor at the plate. 2-0, hit in the air to left center and deep. Get up, get out of here, gone for Tyrone Taylor, and they're on the board. That one got out of here in a hurry. Jace Peterson, Mike Brasso, and Colton Wong then have back-to-back-to-back hits, loads the bases, and Andrew McCutcheon hits an RBI ground out. It scores Peterson for the second run of the inning, makes it an 8-2 game. Still have a couple runners on. Brewers can get right back in it with a big hit here as Christian Yelich is at the plate. The pitch, Yelich to center and deep. Way back, warning track. And the inning is over. Lane Thomas ran it down. Yeah, that's the kind of day it was. And uh, those would be the two runs the Brewers get on the board. 
No scoring the rest of the way. Luis Perdomo would come in to uh, pitch for the Brewers. He would uh, end up throwing um, the 6th, 7th, and also the 8th inning before Hobie Milner throws the ninth, and the Brewers end up losing by that 8-2 score. Winning totals, we'll give you the records first. Uh, with the victory, the Nationals go to 14-28 and 28 with the loss. The Brewers go to 26-15. and 15. Winning totals for Washington, eight runs, 14 hits, no errors. They leave six for the Brewers. Two runs, eight hits, two errors. They leave six as well. The winning pitcher, Sanchez, he's 3-3. Three and three. The loss to Peralta, he drops to 3-2. and two. Home runs in the game, just the one of them. Tyrone Taylor hitting his third. The game was played in three hours and three minutes, played in front of a fantastic crowd of 39,822 folks on Willie Adamas Bobblehead Day. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll preview the Padres series, which is set to begin late tomorrow night, as uh, we'll get you set for that coming up in just a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Two, the Brewers lose today. Brewers extra innings does continue here on WTMJ. Doug text in, says uh, they now have a good reason to bring up Ethan Small. I don't know why they're taking so long anyway. Uh, again, we, we, we talked about this earlier with Bryce Terang. You, you, when you have guys make their Major League debuts, when you add them to the 40-man roster, when you start the clock on them, like you want to do it at the right time and you want to make sure there is a spot for them where they're going to have every opportunity to, uh, to stick around. But I, I would agree, Doug. I think, I think everything points right now to this is a time for Ethan Small to get called up. Now, he was... His health is, he hasn't pitched in a while at AAA. He got pulled from his last start or scratched from his last start uh, because he was a little bit under the weather. Haven't heard that's going to turn into anything, but he's got, you, you need to make sure he's fully healthy, obviously. But if that's the case, bringing Ethan Small up, you've got the spa- space on the 40-man roster. To me, that's the move that makes the most sense here at the moment. Let's take a look at scores from around the NL Central. All Cardinals today, they just annihilate the Pirates by an 18-4 to score. Yadier Molina ends up finishing the game on the mound. He allows four runs, giving up a couple home runs. So both he and Albert Pujols have uh, pitched here uh, in the last uh, couple weeks or so. Speaking of Pujols, he hit two home runs for St. Louis. They just destroy the Pirates in Pittsburgh. The Reds, they get a win today. They defeat the Blue Jays by a 3-2 score. So the Reds go to 12-28. and And then the Cubs matched up against the Diamondbacks. Cubs win 5-4 by scoring two runs in the bottom of the eighth inning. Around the Brewers minor league system, low A Carolina, they lose at home to down east 5-3. The Wisconsin Timber Rattlers get a 10-inning 7-6 win over South Bend. Double A Biloxi losing at Mississippi 6 one uh, Nashville they uh, resumed uh, they had the resumption uh, against Louisville end up winning that game 17 to seven and then the regularly scheduled game they're playing right now in the bottom of the sixth inning scheduled for seven innings and Nashville has the lead on Louisville by a five four score again the Brewers they fall short today they end up losing eight two to the Nationals but even with the loss they do take the series two out of three and up next they are going to head to San Diego to open up a series against the Padres. Pitching matchup tomorrow. The Padres have yet to announce a starter, but the Brewers are going to be sending Adrian Hauser to the mound. 3-4, 3.22 ERA. 
8.40 first pitch. That means coverage begins uh, just after 8 o'clock, and we'll be talking late into the night or early into the morning with Brewers Extra Innings after the first game of the Padres series. We'll talk to you then here on WTMJ.